0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into another edition of the JMU Sports News Podcast. I'm Bennett Conlon, joined by Jack Fitzpatrick. Jack, we've got an NCAA tournament coming up this week, and there is a JMU team in the event
1: there is and there there's a good one in the event one that has the capability to win a few games go on a little bit of a run and uh get JMU nation pumped up for some postseason action something we haven't been um we haven't seen since football that sounds right is that right because basketballs didn't make it um
0: soccers didn't make it men's soccer made it didn't they I think they might have got bounced fast, but I still think football is way later. So it would be the most recent one, right? Okay.
1: Yes, and before we really dive into stuff, let's just get this housekeeping out of the way, um, just so I won't forget. Um, Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code BELIEVE. That's promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.com the website or get on the website using your mobile device or desktop however you choose bet online where the game starts speaking of where the game starts uh, i think we're starting this podcast in lacrosse land
0: yes lacrosse land as it's known to many jmu women's lacrosse uh, one of the you know one of the stronger programs that jmu has uh, recent national champion.
1: You're saying this so slowly. Thinking, okay on your end? Are you stalling for something? <laughs> no,
0: I was um <laughs> I just got lost in a train of thought, and then I remembered <laughs> that I was in a podcast and I was like, wow, I'm moving pretty slow. But they're one of the better teams that uh, that JMU has, the better programs, 10-game winning streak. It's uh they're a good team, it's a really small field, though. I think it's 29 teams for the women and like 18 for the men. So it's hard to hard to win it. So for them to do that recently is really impressive. But to get through anyone, you have to play really well. They opened Friday against UConn, which is a team they saw early in the season, actually in Maryland as well, in a neutral site game. They won 13-7. to So some good things there. They have a lot of players from Maryland slash Baltimore. So I think they'll feel comfortable. If you get through that one, you're – I think you do – Loyola play anyone before that? No, they're a seed, right? I think they just play – maybe I'm wrong, actually. Let me double-check that. Yeah, Loyola plays Mount St. Mary's, but I think that's one that would be kind of a surprising upset. Um, yeah. So if they if they get through UConn, JMU, that is realistically they're playing number six seed Loyola Maryland, and that's uh, it's I would say a reasonably favorable draw in terms of like seeds that you might want to see.
1: Yeah, top four seeds are the ones that make it just completely they get that first round by uh, JMU was beaten out by Stony Brook for the eight seed kind of there's some talk that jamie would potentially get that eight seed and would host that first round um did not happen but yeah i think if, if anything was going to break the way it did i think Loyola maryland is a is a solid second game and then depending on that if they win their first two games down there in baltimore they'll play either here we go denver vermont or boston college and boston college as we all know would be a rematch the 28 2018 national championship.
0: Yeah. It'd be pretty shocking if Boston college doesn't get that far. Um, they're, they're insanely good, like a legitimate national title threat. So I would, I would be surprised if they, if the Eagles don't make it to that point, but that's one that'd be really fun. If you're Jamie, you get a chance to go to against Boston college. I think that mm, you're getting close there to like their ceiling. I think in this tournament, um, yeah. they're playing really well. They're really hot. So you don't want to rule anything out. Um, I mean, they beat second seed in Maryland on the road earlier this year, so could you beat third seed at Boston College? Sure. Kind, I, of sh-
1: kind of shocking before we dive into yeah. can
0: they beat Boston College. Kind of shocking to me they didn't get that eight seed. It was a little – I think the RPI is at like 10. I think the polls have them around like 10. So I think it, it kind of made sense. I think some of the early season results hurt them a little bit and maybe even a little bit the fact that the CAA isn't very good. So you're not they did get Drexel in.
1: Oh wait, but that was the auto bit, I guess.
0: That was, yeah. I think it would have been one bit if Jamie was allowed in the tournament. So it was, it was a little weaker than it's been some other years, actually. And then you factor in some of those those losses, like in early season, one over Virginia Tech that I think they had the lead in, maybe, and, and I yeah. think it might have kind of blown that one. Like that would have helped little things there, here and there would have would have maybe put them into the seeding picture more. But yeah, I mean, they like the way they played. I would say the last month or so, they certainly looked the part of a seed, even though they don't have a seed.
1: Yeah. Loyola Maryland, uh, nine, 18 and one on the season with wins over Johns Hopkins, Penn's pen, number 12, Florida, number 10, Princeton. Um, and their lone loss was against number four Syracuse by one goal. So Loyola Maryland, a tough, tough, um, team to beat here in the second round. So that'll be really interesting to see. And yes, yeah, Stony Brook checked in at eight. Denver is also technically ranked higher in the RPI than JMU is. That could be a potential um, third round date. Denver's number nine, and JMU is 12 in the RPI. There you go. Loyal Maryland is 10. So, kind of shocking that they got the sixth seed, though.
0: 19 and one was always 18 and one. That's a pretty good.
1: Yeah, but their RPI is 10. Come on. Come on. Denver's a better RPI than they are. If we're going to go into RPI talk, which is always riveting, um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's an interesting conversation for sure. I think it's, for me, the expectation is kind of that they get through UConn again. Yeah. And then a- after that, anything is like fair. It's game. all gravy. Yeah. I think that's that's sort of my thoughts on it. I also have a very hard time seeing North Carolina go down. Like, I mean, it's it's a hard one on that side because they've been so good this season. Yeah. And it's, I think, yeah, they're 18-0, I believe. So they've been... Pretty unbelievable. Open the year at JMU and one fifteen to eight. They've got some some scores there that are, you know, pretty damn impressive. At Boston College, they beat sixteen fifteen on the road, so that was, I think, their closest game, one of their closest games of the season. But then they also played Boston College less than a week ago in the ACC Championship and beat them by seven. So like, their North Carolina is freakishly <laughs> good. So that's a tough one. Um, if you if you're JMU, you wouldn't see them until national title so i think the draw is reasonably favorable for them to make a little bit of a run uh yukon's no slouch but i think having played them they got a good team but jmu beat them pretty pretty easily in a time when they weren't playing their best either so yeah i think that's a favorable start i think Loyola was beatable even though they're 18 and one they have a a few close calls when they play ranked teams so and they um, also played in a weak patriot league weak sauce so it's it's a decent draw for them. I'm excited about what could happen. I think if they play Boston College, it would be a really fun one to watch. Um, not necessarily <laughs> expecting them to clip Boston College. Yeah. But you mentioned some of the history there and also the fact um, that, like, if you're JMU and you're playing a Boston College team that's, like, one of the best in the ACC, there's not much to lose at that point.
1: Sorry, I uh, an ad just played through my headphones there, and I did not hear a word you said. I assume you said something along the lines of Boston College would be a good game for JMU. I was saying it would be a fun matchup, and you, if you're JMU, you don't have anything to lose. Yeah. Um, you can watch this first game on ESPN+. Plus. So ditch your Flow Sports subscriptions now and turn those in for ESPN Plus subscriptions. Yeah. Um, you can listen on the Varsity Network. That's really all I have on lacrosse. There's not a lot of – unless you're like – consistently watching women's lacrosse every weekend and week out there's not a lot of information um to dive in when it comes to learning the full story through stats
0: pretty good pretty good point i was playing around a little bit with lacrosse which is essentially oh. essentially a um it's like ken pom but but um but lacrosse oh okay so that's, that's what i assumed yep that's an interesting one to look through. Although I think there's also a pro version that like, I'm not
1: going to, you're not going to sign up for
0: because yeah, especially at this point in the season. Right. So, <laughs> um, but it's, it's an interesting one. If you are like a big lacrosse geek or something and you want some, some data, I think there's uh, maybe some interesting stuff to, to look through. It's got some different type of ratings um, that you can look at. It's got JMU kind of as a top 15 team, which, which checks out with a lot of other metrics as well. So, Awesome! Thank you for yeah. sharing that information. Oh yeah, and I think I might go to one of these games. Not not totally sure yet, but if they if they get through UConn, uh, it's only like an hour from me, so I think I may swing up Sunday afternoon, depending on.
1: Ooh, weather. okay. Yeah. So I if you're going to the game, uh, be sure to look out for Mr. Bennett Conlin, who will be locked in, probably watching from the top row with a baseball cap on, just so he doesn't get hounded by uh, yeah UVA fans.
0: Ooh. if they um. If they do make a deep run, it's it's interesting that they could have four or five games on a way to a national title in Baltimore. Yeah. So that, that's a, a worth a note. I guess the road game would be in, at Boston College, if that, or probably at Boston College. But uh, yeah, cool for them that they can, Baltimore's pretty darn close to Harrisonburg. That's not a very challenging trip for anyone. They're going to have some, some fans there, I would assume.
1: Yeah, a lot closer than what Boston College is. Um, yeah. Moving on from lacrosse, do you want to hit uh, some Diamond Dukes?
0: Yeah, which side do you want to start? You want to this do softball tough. diamond? You want to do baseball diamond? Let's go softball. Let's go softball. I mentioned the season being over. Uh, Hannah Shifflett is the CA Player of the Year. Lauren Burnett was named to the CA First Team, which I thought was a nice honor for her. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the future. <laughs> I think we need to learn a little more. I want to say Caleb Bozeman and posted that... Um, I know she's a Richard Jr. I didn't sound like she was coming back based off of a Twitter post that she had today. Okay. Um, so, like, that kind of stuff's going to be interesting to see who comes back. I think Hannah Shifflett's got a year if she wants it. Um, don't know if she wants to spend that here, or if it's a similar situation to, like, Sarah Jubas or something where she um, could go somewhere else yeah. depending on major and stuff like that. Although, I think she's, yeah, she's business management. So, um, Jamie does have, like, business-related things, but she's also would, real close. Know. She's also... Uh, I think she wanted to play at uva um coming out of high school i don't think they recruited her i think she's from there and they do have a pretty wild uh uh post like uh what is it master's business program so i don't know maybe she goes goes to uva that's pure <laughs> speculation but i could see her i could see her the way she played this year it was hitting like 400 i could see if she wanted to play power five she probably could especially in where'd you get that information that she wanted to go uva but uh... i want to say it was either – I think it was probably the interview with Dave Riggert she did a few weeks back. Okay. she had she was on there for like 20 minutes. It was a really interesting conversation. But she hadn't decided at that time if she's coming back or what. Um, that was just me purely speculating because UVA is better at softball now, and she would yeah, certainly play for them. Um, but, yeah, I'm interested to see what the, the veterans do because they have a young team. If they can have any of those veterans come back, I know that would be, be helpful. But, like, Bermudez is graduating and not playing again. Um and it looked like Caleb Bozeman might move on too. So I guess the other one in that group is really just Hannah What I think everyone else would, would be on, on par to come back. So interested to see what the roster looks like going into the Sun Belt.
1: You know what I'm really interested to see the roster looking like next year?
0: Football. Baseball did after like they I did fire that? Eikenberry. Let's talk about baseball. They're on a three-game winning streak. Cool. Do you think they're back?
1: No. They're on a three-game winning streak. After having three games postponed, oh wait, and they just made them up probably because of rain. Duh, Jack. Sorry.
0: Yeah, those were that was kind of funny to me because it was like it rained up the whole East Coast, and that's like Towson's reasonably close to me, and was just like pouring. And they're like, "We're gonna play a doubleheader on Saturday," and I was like, "No, you're not. Like, it's gonna <laughs> rain all day." And then Saturday, they're like, "Well, do it tomorrow." <laughs> so they what? They only played two in that series, and they had their three game winning streak goes back to not getting swept at Presbyterian. So. Uh, they got three against Hofstra. They played Tuesday evening in College Park. Yep, Maryland's yeah. twenty and two at home this year, so could be a challenge for them.
1: <laughs> Probably will uh, be, and then they wrap it up with a three game set against UNCW yeah. back at home. Let me um, uh, let me pull up the
0: RPI. I want you to guess their RPI.
1: Okay, but while you're pulling that up, uh, it is worth mentioning Chase Delauder is out for the rest of the season. He will not play again in the spring. In the yeah, I guess the spring. Uh, probably he probably will not be playing in a Cape Cod league. He won't be playing in a summer league, nothing like that. He's focused 100% on the draft. There is some speculation on Twitter from a few fans that if he maybe fell into like the second or third round, would he debate coming back? Um, no, he probably won't. That's that's life altering money. That's uh, if you're a high round draft pick, you're probably going to be looked upon favorably by your organization. Um, now if he falls to like the 15th round, maybe he comes back. Um, but chase a we've probably seen him suit up for the last time in a Jamie uniform and, uh, Travis reef Snyder, uh, changed his number to 22 to honor Lauren Burnett, uh, to finish out this season.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's a, a really good catch and a good note. Yeah. The, the major league baseball draft is super weird. Um, yeah, it's stupid. But Cause like, he's a junior
1: if, and he can turn down being drafted and play for one more year and then get,
0: yeah, I forgot how
1: rights work and
0: yeah. And the signing bonuses are super weird with like which slot you're in, but if he's like an early round pick, it yeah. makes sense for him to like cash in on the fact that he had a really great summer one time in the Cape Cod league, which is like why he's being recruited so heavily. Right. I think some Jamie fans kind of assume it's, uh, maybe what he's done at JMU, and we had uh, Carlos Colazzo on from Baseball America, who was like, no, it's pretty much just the Cape. Right? <laughs> when he was going up against like better competition and played really well, is nobody cares about like what he did in the RCBL. Or so, what he did in the CAA.
1: Yeah, he was batting 400, but it right. was against non-MLB arms. Where in the Cape Cod League, you're literally facing, at worst, single-A pitchers.
0: It's also a draft that doesn't have the same level of like NFL style or even NBA style um, mock drafts or analysts to get a real good idea of where people (laughs) are going. So a lot of people were like, oh yeah, I'm sure he's still a high first round pick. Like there was some stuff when he was still healthy that was saying that he wouldn't be because of his swing. Like Keith law had an article on the athletic that was kind of like roasting his motion. (laughs) It was like, ah, I don't see it in the first round. So Uh, I don't think that's a lock, but I think he's going to go early enough and someone's going to love the fact that he's 6'6", 230, and can mash and say, all right, let's take a shot on this guy early. He can – I think Carlos was saying he's a good
1: five-tool guy. Like, Mm -hmm. he can do a little bit of everything. He might not be the the most elite batter in the box against better competition. He might not be elite at everything, but he's good at everything. And that, in and of itself, a team will fall in love with and – Will draft,
0: yeah, and you try to develop him and yeah, and see what happens. In There's your...
1: also baseball is also just weird in general where yeah. you can draft a guy and he might not see the majors seven until seven years down the road, like <laughs> right,
0: right, <laughs> or like ever, like it's crazy yeah. how how it works. But I I would guess that he's going to take the paycheck, yes and um if he doesn't, he's kind of stupid. That's what I was going to say too. Is like they're like Sunbelt could boost his stock like ah, or he could struggle or get hurt again and like really tank his stock so I think at a certain point you take what you can get yeah and just go try to make something happen in the minors but he'll <laughs> he'll make some good money and yeah it, it was pretty clear for a while once he was like if he if he wanted to come back I think he might have tried harder to like
1: come back come back year. from the
0: broken foot and start to yeah so I my guess is that he's completely focused on on the draft like you said
1: so, guessing their RPI, I'm going to guess it is 91.
0: 98.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: No, they're not like on the bubble. Like they're, <laughs> not, they're not in the conversation. And Who do they have? They've got Hofstra, which is sitting at 174. So, those, even if you get those road wins, is not doing much. UNCW is at 118. Here's the thing. They're not making the tournament.
1: They, uh, they're not the last four out. They're not even the next four out. Um, They're probably not even next, next, next four out.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, a bad league. They're six games above 500. They missed out on what we've talked about before, some like potentially huge season-altering wins, Tennessee just, and
1: Maryland. Just how do you almost get swept by Presbyterian? I know there – what's Presbyterian's RPI? Hit me with that.
0: That's a good question presbyterian checks in at 165 that's
1: terrible that they almost got
0: just i
1: don't i don't care anything else about this season i think it's time to let my do not renew eikenberry for another one year don't give him two years it's time to move off if the program suffers the program suffers but i think the promise of hope is better than mediocrity
0: I don't even think it's going to suffer, really. I mean, that's just Neither my guess. Why they've got season ends on May twenty first. My guess is that pretty soon after they do make a move. It just and
1: I've also seen fans are like, "This is the best season in recent memory." That's not good. This is a bad season. You can't look at me in the face. And what's
0: Quinnipiac's RPI? <laughs> what happened in those games, the Quinnipiac? I don't even remember.
1: They all they
0: it's lose a double Quinnipiac. header or something.
1: They lost the first game and then destroyed that. Well, lost game one eight two, won game two six four, and then blew them out nineteen to one.
0: Yeah, that's one you like. Those are the kind of things like if you want to get renewed, right? You gotta like sweep that. They're two fifty three.
1: That's terrible, and you lost a game to them at home.
0: Yeah, I mean, like th- those are the kind of things that <laughs> that sort of kill you a little bit, right? Like they had the, that good start. And then, like, going to Tennessee, like, that's one where you had one game you could have gotten, the other two you kind of got – or the other one you got smacked. Go get it. Or, like, and then you got a doubleheader against Moorhead State where they blew you out both times. Like, there's What's Moorhead
1: State's RPI?
0: 153.
1: That's like, terrible.
0: It just can't happen, you know. And then, like, a Virginia Tech win and people are like, oh, it shows the talent, which it does. But you can't have the other results given past season. Like, this had to be a really good year.
1: And it's, yes. it's and- just,
0: like, a, it's a fine year. They're fine.
1: And you go one and one in the first two games against Winthrop in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Then it takes 11 innings for you to win the third game to win the rubber match. Like, there's so much of this where I think the talent shows through against VMI. You win 28 to four fairly Dickinson. You win 15 to five. And then another one in that series, 12 to two, you destroy Mason 14 zero. These are all early season things like against for the most part against bad teams. You're beating up on them. You're letting the talent show through. But in the games where you need good coaching or, you know, it's the spot, as people say, like, you need better coaching. You need, I don't know what it is, but I just don't think Eikenberry is it if JMU wants to be a top-tier mid-major baseball program.
0: Yeah, it's a competitive state, too. Like, there's some good mid-major baseball. There's some good high-major baseball. I mean, they haven't won 40 games since 2011 when they won 42. It's also the last time they won 35. Like, since... Since 2000, they've won 35 games. Well, like from 2000 to 2010, they had won pretty – I mean, there was only a couple seasons when they weren't winning 30 games. Like that was a consistent thing. And now it's like, oh, 30 games, that's the best season in a while. And I think they just kind they of – They haven't
1: even it. hit 30 games. I would not – like they need to win four of their <laughs> final seven. <laughs> you're
0: right. You're right. That's fair. They might they not even, hit 30 yet. It might a not There's a good happen. chance they don't hit 30. There's a good chance they don't hit 30. I think that it will get, it'll be close. It'll be like 29 <laughs> or 30 is my guess. So, because the Maryland's a loss. So then you have six probably. games to win four.
1: You have to win 67% of your games.
0: And they've struggled on the road. Three of
1: them are against Hofstra. Three of them are against a comparable UNCW team that is playing for seeding in the CAA where you're not like,
0: it's going to here, be here, a
1: Here's the bet Do you bet they hit 30 wins or do you think they go under? If wins? I had to
0: bet, I would take the under. So would I, yeah. Yeah, just because four, <laughs> four of them on the road, the fact that they haven't shown – like on the road they show a real jarring lack of consistency. Like Towson sucks. Like, and they were in a couple, like – I mean, they won the games, but it's like, I don't know. There's just so many times where they play a bad team, and I'm like, this is where they'll get the sweep and get it going. And then it's like, oh, Presbyterian clipped in and <laughs> They might get swept.
1: They, uh, so. They're uh, they 16-5 and five at home, really solid record. They're 10 and 15
0: away from Veterans Memorial Park. They have played some better teams on the road. So there's some of that where it's like, all right, they had a couple with Tennessee and three of four (laughs) state and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, at the same time, what they beat Virginia tech at home, like they've been so good at home and just, just haven't had that consistency. There's just too many games in there where if you, you want to, you know, renew the coach who's on a contract year, I feel like you needed to get some of them and they didn't. So we've talked about that quite a lot but yeah i think it's one that i don't know if there's anything he can do really even if he wins the last seven i don't know that they get in the tournament and then at that point what would they be they'd be 33 and 20 is 33 and 20 enough for another year
1: i'm afraid it would be but as a fan as someone who wants to have good jamie baseball i don't want that nothing eikenberry has done this season has convinced like he's a good coach don't get me wrong but I don't think he's the coach to take this
0: team to the next level. It's also kind of like the Lewis Rowe thing, right? Where it's like, if they get eight of their last 10, Mount Lewis gets hot, something <laughs> happens. They go into the state tournament hot. They make the NCAA tournament. They get a 14 seed, scare the three seed, beat them. We're in the second round, Lewis Rowe. <laughs> and then instead they would just lose the last 10 and get like smoked yeah. at home by Elon. <laughs> so it's one of those where it's like, if they win the last seven, what's going to happen is they're probably like get swept by Hofstra. So uh, <laughs> it's a fun hypothetical. But I, I think that it's uh, it's probably going to be time. And if it's not time, I would be pretty fascinated by the explanation as to what Jeff Warren thinks will happen to make the team good.
1: If it's not time and they sign him to another one year deal, that's just terrible, terrible. I don't think it's happening. I think he's, he's he wants. I think he's to be good. I, I do too. But like, imagine
0: if that happens. That's just bad. Also pretty easy hot to spire. Hmm. Whoa. I love a good hot to spire. <laughs> pretty easy spot to hire. Oh, that's what as you like meant. A, yep. like a team in um, in Virginia and a place that cares about baseball, moving into the Sun Belt. Like it seems like a pretty easy spot where you could get like a, a talented assistant or a lower level head coach who'd be like, yes, I would absolutely love to, you know, make yeah. whatever it is, a couple hundred thousand or whatever and, and coach in Harrisonburg in a I don't think it's a league. couple
1: hundred thousand, but yeah, yeah. It, it would more probably than... be it
0: would probably be like a hundred and something. What does Ike make? Great question. Let I'll me look see. it up on the uh, the brief salary calculator. It's probably not updated at all. It's not very updated. <laughs> I've done this in a while. I got to do that. Uh, One hundred ten thousand. So I would hope it might pay more for that, depending on the person. But yeah, live like a king in Harrisburg for a hundred thousand. Okay, real quick, before we get up on out
1: of here. I want you to guess the salaries of each coach. These are from (laughs) fall of twenty (laughs) twenty one.
0: What? Who? Okay. Okay. Lacrosse of
1: of lacrosse. Uh, one hundred and thirty. Yep, correct. One (laughs) hundred thirty three. Hell yeah. Um.
0: Softball. Lauren Laporte. She. I bet she's less. I bet she's like. Fall of twenty twenty one. Yeah, so it should be after the College World Series, then, right? Yes, she's still probably like 110. 97. That's that's ridiculous that she's not making. It. <laughs> Kurt Signetti. This is interesting because it that probably doesn't include
1: it doesn't include incentives
0: or any so of the like just base I bet salary. I wonder if there's booster nonsense. Yeah, yeah. There's base 100%. salary, base salary, three <laughs> fifty. Four fifty nine. Four fifty nine. Okay, base is higher then. Um
1: that's not terrible. I'm not gonna pronounce her in the last name correctly. Women's tennis. Uh 80. 78.
0: Yeah, pretty good. Who's women's <laughs> who's Tommy Baker? Yeah, Tommy Baker. He's probably similar. I would say he's in like a seventy-five thousand range. Sixty-seven. Come on, give my, give my guys a <laughs> raise. Um any other coaches you want to know? That makes sense, though. Um, oh, Coach O. Do, do basketball.
1: Um, let's go Bynchon yeah. first. Bynchon. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Which way? Oh, my God. Two, <laughs>
1: 250. 393.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Pretty good. I bet uh, Coach O is probably closer to 250. Coach O is 243.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Jeez Louise, man. Um yeah, I guess that makes sense. That you're really living like a king for a thousand <laughs> a, years. Well, there's a reason why Coach O was driving it. I'm not coach. Yeah, no. Coach Rowe was driving an infinity QX80. The nicest of all cars. <laughs> the nicest of all the <laughs> infinity models. Um, any other coaches you want to know?
0: I don't know what else we got that's interesting. Soccer for the Soccers?
1: How do you spell their last names?
0: Josh Walters. Walters would be interesting. I bet Walters is 92. Close, 93. That was really close. (laughs) I don't know how to spell
1: the men's soccer.
0: Oh, it's like Zazinski or something,
1: right? (laughs) Tell me how to spell that.
0: Z-A-Z-E-N-S-K-I. Okay, got it. Guess. He's probably more, so he's probably 111. 97. Only 5,000 more. Interesting stuff. All right. Gender pay gap. I guess that's not right. It's just the sports, the right. gender. Yeah. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> okay.
1: Good try. Good try. All right. Um, anything else you got to add?
0: No, I, uh, I don't know what our schedule will be. We'll probably have some lacrosse updates in the future and then maybe we'll, uh, we'll ease into a summer break or something.
1: Yeah. Follow along at JMU sports news on Twitter. Um, it's been a fun year. We'll just have random podcasts throughout. So keep it tuned to at Jamie sports news for any updates. When we ask for questions, things like that. Um, and also, if you enjoy the podcast, oh, yeah, we always forget to say this subscribe, rate, tell your friends, all of that, wherever you listen Spotify, Apple, um, Breaker, Overcast, Podbean, I think is something wherever you listen, give us a rate, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, um, and check us our check out our home on the web, www.jmusportsnews.com. Heck yeah. Hopefully more stuff will be getting posted there. We'll
0: fire some stuff in there soon.
1: With football starting back up, it will we'll start having football breakdown, positional yeah. breakdowns, things like that. Positional breakdowns like we've done in the past few years. Um, so looking forward to all of that, Bennett. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Computer science professor makes a uh, hundred and fifteen
0: thousand dollars. For Bennett Conley, You're, you're my telling name... me that he's almost doubling up our women's <laughs> golf coach. That is a travesty.
1: For Bennett Conley, ben My name is Jack Fitzpatrick. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day. See ya.